1310, The Ticket. What? Oh! We're live, baby. We're on the radio. Yes, we are. Um, if you go to idealgolfer.com, why wouldn't you go to idealgolfer.com? If you want golf at 50% off or more, that is the place to go. And right now, I'm not prepared. So I will tell you in about two seconds, if you go there, you can get a great deal at the Territory Golf Club out in Oklahoma. It's one of the top five. But first... 910, which uh, we usually do the weather, and Rick usually handles this, and so my father is a walking human resource nightmare. Just saying. Weather's going to be good today. So, um, yeah, come, come on out. Hopefully we'll see you next week, and we'll be broadcasting there. So will um, Country Force forget their name every week. That's okay. And uh, I think maybe even the Story Brothers. So you can see all of us next week. Okay. Weather's getting good. It's time to start playing tournaments. There you go. Okay, that is Travis Measley. All right. It is 9.53 on... It's Saturday. My dad took my cheat sheet. It's 90 Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10. The ticket coming up next. We mix with Country Force. All right, it is the bird nest, you worm. The bird nest is the is the is hole. the tent, the tent where they do the party. It is not. It is the how cold. much you want? I'll bet you a hundred bucks right now. A right. hundred bucks. I'm not betting. Why are we fighting? But you're always like so convicted. Because, no, con- I'm not. I'm convincing. Not, no, you're convicted in your. No, convicted is when you're arrested, you moron. Jesus, where Ooh, are we you? Done, really? I am. <laughs> we were having such a good show today, and you just got all high and mighty. I didn't get high and yeah, mighty. You did. You just, you I did. said it's called the bird's nest, and you said it's not the bird's nest. I didn't you say idiot. that. No, I You're... said that later when you when you got <laughs> when you got idiot. approved by one stupid Twitter guy because you think Twitter knows all. <sighs> Jesus. All right. Good morning. It is 8.03 on Sports Radio 96, 7 and 1310, the ticket. And we are at the Dallas Golf Show today. What's up, Saturday man? morning, March 7th. And if you've never been to the Dallas Golf Show, for shame. There's good deals out here, including ours. We'll talk we may talk about it the next segment. I think we will. It's scheduled on our stuff. run sheet. It is? Yeah. Well, we can't go against whatever schedule in the run sheet then. Well, I did it because you wanted me to. Oh, so see, I have influence on this show. So. I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Even though Rosengarten. I'm a moron. We're hey, with Avid Golfer Magazine. <laughs> I wouldn't re- keep repeating that in terms of the truth. And we'll be here for the next two hours. Country Force will be here after us. And, man, this place looks sweet. Looks good this hey, year. Mates. No, there's some really good booths and yeah. a lot of variety of things to to peruse and buy maybe and, and papa scott 
brought us <laughs> Bloody Marys. Yes, he did. And I'm, I'm waiting after the first segment, at least have one sober segment. Why bother? Well, I mean, I want to show a little bit of professionalism. Here's what I think. I Why? Think, I think, <laughs> Why start now? Well, because I think Jeff Catlin probably turns us on at about 8.03, make sure we're there, make sure we're all okay. I wonder how often. Because he doesn't golf. He's, you know, he's going to turn he, us off at about 8.10 and listen to Megadeth somewhere. I don't care well, what Peter thinks. You do bribe him with heavy metal tickets. Yes. Or death metal, whatever the hell that is. Yes. It's way out of my demographic. Yes. If you've never been here, we're off Market Center Drive and I-35. By the way, full disclosure, I don't bribe him. We have season tickets to the Toyota Music, Music Factory. Yeah. And we use them, you know, for clients and sure. stuff. And when the show Opeth comes, two things happen simultaneously. A, there's not a single client that has any remote interest in going to Opeth. And B, I get an enthusiastic email from Kat saying, hey, How you you're doing? not using your Opeth tickets. I know somebody would. So have you looked at the, the entire year and see when all those crazy bands are going? He'll, um, yeah, I'm the next one's Megadeth. I even told him. He, he, he sent me a note thanking me for the tickets. He said it was great. I said, yeah, I assume once the Megadeth concert comes closer, you may be, you know. Well, you're a smart note. man. You're greasing that wheel. So hey, if no one likes Volbeat, I'm going to hit you up for those. Which one? Volbeat. The uh, Danish with rock a v? band with a yeah. V. Yes, okay. V. V O L B E A T. Volbat. Hey, uh, they have opened for Metallica and other bands. They're quite good. Okay, and they're coming when? April. Okay, I will uh, work on that for you. Hey, hey, that's Jay King back at the station. Good morning to you. Good way nice to start Saturday today. morning. Oh, thank you. Every time I hear our fight, I giggle. I giggle and cringe a little. Any fight. Yeah. Because we're brothers, you know. So we I fight. have to go through a whole slew of fights to find the right one to play, too. No, you just do that for your own entertainment. It's like, hmm, well, I mean, stop having a bad of day. Course. Just listen to Rick and Craig fights. Well, we are That's prolific. just an added benefit. Yep. Uh, we have Kern out of here, Engineering. Good morning to you. Good morning. And also, Russell Scott doing tickers twice an hour. Well, By the way, Russell. Morning. Yes, sir. Your uh, doppelganger namesake is the one that gave us the... Bloody Marys this morning? I saw that. I saw the note he left here at the studio the other day, and somebody came up and said, are you are you now selling Bloody Mary mix? And I said, no, and I didn't even get any of it. So mm. Tell well, him I come said down hello. here after, after your shift today. There might be one left. Tell him mm. I said hey. But maybe not. Maybe not. Hey, don't forget. To, By the I, way, he may even have more of a radio voice than you do. Hmm. You know, the ticket. Right, Kern? Come on, Kern. Don't. He, he does have a radio voice. You know, one thing I love about the ticket is they've embraced you don't have to have a staunch and stereotypical radio voice. There's voices all over the map on the ticket, and they all work. And so you don't yeah. have to have the Bob Sturm or the deep pipe voice. Speaking can, of which, I saw, is they still calling it bad radio? Maybe super bad. Super bad. Yeah. So I saw them yesterday. Yeah. Good for you. And I I have a comment about them. <laughs> okay. Well, we never see anybody, do we? Oh. No. We're never at the station. No. We never do anything during the week. No. They don't want us for roundtables. No. So we, they don't have a great game anymore or a golf tournament anymore, so we don't see any of them. Okay. So I saw them, um, and uh, Dan, who obviously is on superstar status, had very little interest in talking to me. 
which hmm. I, w- I did come up at 11.55 also, so he's probably getting ready for a show. Yeah. That's when I saw him. Timing's a little rough. But Jake, the few times I've ever met Jake or talked to Jake, very introverted, very... Oh, he's really nice. Man, you talk about a different guy. Very gracious. He's always been like that. He's, I, I am now a... Uh, officially a Jake Kemp super fan. Mm-hmm. Did he die right. in a plane crash? <laughs> no, but I hope he never does. Cause, uh, no, he's good. He's yeah. got his head on straight. Yeah, and I, I've always noticed that about him. He's very uh, he's very polite, and uh, you know that's one of those guys that the on-air persona doesn't mirror the off-air persona. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, which I was, is actually uh, a good thing. He was really happy to see me, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go somewhere. Well, I'm sure he'll be happy to hear that. Uh, don't forget Ideal Golfer. We have the territory up. That's top five course up in Oklahoma. It's a mere 48 bucks, and it's unlimited golf for a day. Had somebody come in and said they were going to take a group out there. Said, what, give me the lowdown. Is it really that good? Yeah, it's top five. It's awesome. I said, you're willing to drive two hours? It is really that good. And if you want to play Tangle Ridge, it's only 29 bucks, and you get a meal. And it's good through June. One of my favorite, Jeff Brower Designs. Yes, sir. And Dallas Golf, who's out here today. Also, I didn't realize this. I did a little research online that they're a top 50 club fitter in the country, according to Golf Digest, which is pretty high and stuff. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so check that. It's only 99 bucks. It's a $350 value uh, for a full bag fitting. And you get a dozen premium golf balls of your choice. Of your choice? Of your choice. So Pro V1s? Yeah. Bridgestone, yeah. Tiger Balls, yeah. Srixon, yeah. Poop, but Molitors. Uh, I remember hitting a Molitor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this show on the road. It's 810 on the ticket. T-Box, Rick and Craig out at the Dallas Golf Show. We'll be here till 10 o'clock today. And then Country Force will be on after us. The doors open at 9? 10. 10. All right. Right after we get off the air, we're going to run to our booth, and you can shake our hands. All right, so I wasn't here yesterday, so Craig's going to give a kind of give a, a layout of what's going on and and get me up to date on what's happening because yeah. i heard you, you said you, there's some funny stories from yesterday or, yeah. or interesting stories i guess we'll be the judge of that next on the ticket hey it's eight sixteen on the ticket good morning welcome to the t-box 26th year on the ticket always happy to say that it's always a good trend we're at the dallas golf show today we'll Can be you here say we've had more cumulative golf listeners than any other golf show since when or well we've been compared on for, to who we've been on for 26 years there's not another golf show that's been on that long hmm. we've had Good more question. listeners than any other golf show ever why not cumulative let's use that as a slogan yeah yeah because go ahead and try and prove it You're right or refute it. Right. One like when you two. always say we're award-winning. <laughs> it's like, hey. sure, we gave ourselves a reward. <laughs> My mom loves me, and so she gave me, you're so good, Craig. I'm going to give you an award for best bad announcer on golf. Hey, Club Corp, and it's one membership brings you this segment to go join a golf club uh, that's under the Club Corp umbrella, and you can play any one of their other courses for a discount and half off for food. I use the hell out of that. I know you do. So do you. For re- I do. I do. I do, I do, I do. Why wouldn't you? All right, let's lay out the show. Uh, 8.30, we'll get in the leaderboards. A, one streak ended, and another one is just continuing. And it might be one of the better ones in, uh, in golf. 8.50. So Justin Rose had a big switch to Hanma. B- 
because the tailor-made CEO went to Hanma and recruited him and gave him probably stock. And By the way, he's probably listening now because now he runs Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. Yeah. Yeah, I would never follow that guy, Mark King. Anyway. <laughs> so Pizza this... Hut bankrupt? Hmm. No. Pizza Hut? No. Yeah. Not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, his track record would say that they're due. <laughs> but anyway, he's fallen precipitously down the world rankings, and he decided to switch clubs again. And we posed the question, is it ever a good idea switching club companies when you're a top-flight golfer? I'm going to say no. Uh, nine ten. This will be a Curb Your Enthusiasm segment because Craig and I both watched it. We learned something about golf. And maybe about restaurants. And maybe about restaurants. And, and Any restaurant people out there who may dispel this or... Look, they have great researchers on their writing, obviously because of the golf issues. Yeah. I'm saying this happens well, in restaurants. We'll talk about that at 910. By the way, you can tweet us so at Arnett. how about Arnett, that Union Bear Brewing, huh? How about it? We'll mention that in a minute, too. At Arnett Rick or at AvidGolfer98 if you want to weigh in. And then at 930... One of the funnier stories I've heard about a golf interview included David Faraday and Tiger Woods. And there's one part of this story that begs an explanation. And we'll talk about that at 930. But uh, since we're out here at the Dallas Golf Show, I was back at the office holding down Cordy. It felt like I was working on the weekend. Nobody else was there? Uh, there were a couple other people, but the lights were up. We closed the office. So right. let everybody we're all out here. down here. Yeah. And by the way, we'll start with our booth. Um, we have 300 passbooks for sale that um, we have. A, you can buy passbooks all the time. But as a special deal at the show, mm-hmm. you know, you get you've heard us. If you listen to us, you've heard us. You get, you know, two dozen golf balls and a golf glove and 50 rounds of golf and a golf lesson at Top Golf and all that stuff. But yeah. as a special lanyard for here, mm-hmm. you get around the golf at the tribute. For only twenty five bucks, nice. So that's forty dollars savings. Yeah, that's any time. Great course. But you also get a thirty three dollar gift card to the thirty three restaurant group, which is Union Bear, Taverna Rosa, um, Cadillac Pizza, Cadillac Pizza, and there's one in McKinney that's supposed to be good. But I, I, I mean, just go to Union Bear, Taverna Rosa. I know those two, and I love those two, and mm-hmm. most people know them. And it's thirty three bucks. So basically, if you go here, if you come here to get a passbook for sixty dollars, and then you go to Union Bear afterwards and use that coupon, it's not a coupon; it's a gift card for thirty-three dollars. There you go. So hell yeah, it just a, doesn't include alcohol because the TABC wouldn't let you. That's all right. So we have a hundred. We sold one hundred forty yesterday. Okay. So we have one hundred sixty left. So you can still come out here and get one all right. for all that stuff. But we we're selling a bunch of other stuff yesterday too. We have rangefinders. We have mm. some hats. We got shirts. The number one seller we had, we brought 100. I had not, I had 97 left of a Ray Cook M1 putter. Okay. Care to guess how many we have left right now? How many did you bring? 97. 20. We have three left. What was the price? 15? 15 bucks. Well, there you go. Which, by the way, it is a tease for our 910 segment. The putter? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. They're legal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I found it really interesting in watching the people come through yesterday because yesterday um, usually is senior day. It's Friday mornings. They mm-hmm. get special everyone. So they're, and I'm watching them. They're looking for anything for free. But And there's some great deals here. I mean, you got Golf Ball Paul here. You could buy a, a giant bag of golf balls for 10 bucks. I know. Um, 
and over on the if, on that tape that whole row over there, Rick, over on the end over there. Yeah, those are all liquor companies. Sweet, giving out samples. Sweet. You've got vodka. You've got whiskey. Drink you've responsibly. You've got um, Papa Scott's Bloody Mary, which I think he's throwing a little vodka in there. Yep. Um, I'll let you know in a second. <laughs> and, yeah, we're gonna have one. And so, you know, as as people were going by that line and coming back to see us, they were happy. Nice. So one guy. <laughs> so you can see we have one row of we're selling stuff from the junior tours, whatever, and and then it's a fire sale. You can right. get a water bottle for a dollar. You can get hats for five. Um, and one guy looks down our row and he grabs a water bottle and he grabs a hat, starts walking. Hey. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's six bucks out of my pocket, but I don't did, care. Did you go tackle him? So I said, hey. Um, hey, old man. It wasn't old. Oh. I'm at Kern's age. Oh, okay, middle age. Um, and I said, hey. Uh, and he looks at me. And he goes, what? I said, are you buying those? He goes, they're free, aren't they? That's and a good I assumption. have a five-minute argument with the guy. Hmm. Is it worth five bucks? And I said, no, it's, we're not giving that away. He says, why is it on the table then? That's true. Well, there's a sign there that says, hat, $5. And I said, because we're selling those. Because it's selective reading. And we go back to the story. The first time I ever did a show with you in Arlington, it was some senior show. I'm, so who was it? Oh, Rob Addington is watching this uh-huh. over, uh, you know, he's in the Veritex booth. And he comes up to me and I tell him, I said, it... It's just people that I'll never forget. It, you were not even working for us for three months. Right. And we go, and we're selling way more passbooks back then because we didn't have Ideal Golfer. We didn't have all these things. Sure. And, it was, and I said, let's just try some other shows. So we did a home and garden show, which, by the way, if you come to the golf show, you can get in the home and garden show for free. It's right next door. That's kind of cool. Just go find the guy that's trying to sell the knives. That's that's worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> Love those guys. Love the carnival barkers. So it's three months into your career, and you're here, and I said, look, we're going to do a active adult show. Who else can play golf Monday through Thursday? It's what our passbook is, right? Let's yeah. Trying to- it was a good, good try. So we go in, and I am as sick as I probably had. This is, what, 18 years ago? I probably had coronavirus at the time. So we blame you. And um, and so I'm like, Rick, I know you've never done this before, but you're leading this up. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we had a our giveaway were these little, um, I don't even know if you remember this. They were plastic divot tools. Yes. Probably still have some. And we had a big old bowl out, and they're shipping these people in from old age homes. Everywhere. And, and I mean, here they are with walkers, and we're trying to sell passbooks. And so all they're doing is they want something for free. And I just looked at him. I said, you want to entertain yourself? Give everybody a different story of what these are because they don't play golf and they have no idea what they are. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm watching Rick. I'm, dying, I'm laying down dying. And he's explaining to one guy. I never forget. You look at him and he says, this is, this, you'll never need a toothpick again because yep. you can clean your teeth with this better than any other device. <laughs> He's just got to show this guy. And the guy it guy grabs a handful. He's yep. gonna take these are my friends. Mm-hmm. And so I, at some point right then, and this was a long time ago, you look at me and says, I think I can put anything on this table and they'll take it. Yep. So you we had a Coke we both had Cokes and you took the pop tops off yep. and you stuck them down on the table and on no lie, 
Five minutes later, some guy walks over and says, are those free? Mm-hmm. Then he takes pop tops from a can. I'm like, yeah. You know, it's like honey to a bear with, with the olds. They see anything, and they just expect to be able to take it. It's It's kind of... It's kind of a little bit of entitlement, almost from you know I've reached this age, I've earned it. At least yeah. that's how they act. I'm I mean, sure, I'm sure I'll you, get there at some point. It's fifty nine bucks for a passbook. You get all that stuff, plus you get the extra stuff. And I mean, I don't know if I sold one yesterday where somebody said, "Hey, what else can you get me? Hey, can you give me one? Hey, how about throwing an extra dozen golf balls?" Like, no, because they they're in a negotiate. No. You're into the art of negotiating. Yes, I don't know why you're so down on. We're it. a retail company. It's fifty nine ninety five. You get a passport. You get two dozen golf balls. You get a glove. You get all this other stuff. You want it or not? Never hurts to ask. We're the only country I think in the world that doesn't negotiate. Like you go to a, like a, a retail store. If you do it in another country, you can you barter. I mean, you can negotiate. You can't so you go. Mean and if do- I wanted to buy a jar of Ajax cleaner. Yep, I think so. And I can country. go in and to Walmart and Certainly. say, "This is two ninety nine. I'll give you two fifty. Well, maybe not so much that. I don't know. But anyway, they're they're used to it. And so when they come over here and, and it's a one price stop, they're they're befuddled. And it's almost like, and if you go over there and you don't negotiate, then you lose a little respect. Okay. So it's just I don't I don't fault anybody. It never hurts to ask anything. I don't think. By the way, you should come out and see. Well, you and I will be here all day. All day. And we're going to hang out and just talk. We have people working the booth, so we don't have to work. Might be upright. Yeah. Might and be there are deals. I mean, golf, Dallas Golf is in the back, and they're doing If you want brand new clubs, Titles is here, mm-hmm. Srix on, and they'll fit you back there yeah. if you want. But they also have a – I saw this really cool deal. Scotty Cameron Putter is 250 bucks. What's retail? Way more. Way more. I asked him yes I asked him I asked Matt Bob yesterday. I said, Okay, so you have Scotty Cameron Putters for two fifty and he's got the old um not the old last year's model of the Callaway hybrids. Okay. Those XRs, yeah. maybe two years ago, but they're brand new. He's selling them for sixty. Nice. I said, What are you selling more of? He says fifty fifty. Because wow. I thought sixty bucks for a hybrid brand new hybrid like that was a really good deal. And I was like, how many are you selling? Which more? Because I kind of want to know what kind of demographics coming into the show. Right? Well, that's good to know. The He's people are forking 50, 50. out $250. fifty. So, that's good. Yeah. That is a positive. And then get drunk because there's four different liquor companies giving away samples. But do it responsibly. Yes. Don't drive. <laughs> I wonder if people are Ubering here. They might be Ubering back. Yeah, good point. All right. That was brought by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Go to ArcusGolf.com. Get their... Um, Players Prime Program, where you get uh, discounted rounds of golf, and there's like nine courses, ten courses here in town. Yeah. And you get uh, a free Crush Burger, and you get unlimited range balls, which okay. is such music to my ears. A uh, shameless plug for us on Arcus. Yeah. So we have a fifty dollar off coupon on Cowboys. Any open rate. Okay. So in the past one ninety nine, I think. Yeah, in the past book. Daylight Savings is tomorrow, right? Yes, it they is. They have a Super Twilight rate. Of sixty nine ninety five after four p.m. After four, you get a, so you could probably play till seven. No, eight thirty in the summer. Well, in the summer, yeah, yeah. but right now, probably, probably yeah. seven thirty. Yeah. So that fifty dollar off coupon you can use for that deal. Nice. You play for nineteen ninety five at Cowboys if you buy a passbook. Pretty sweet. So there you go. All right, we're at the Dallas Golf Show. We'll be here till ten. Country Force will be in after us, and up next. An interesting leaderboard, and one streak ends, another one continues, and I'm not sure how many other people have done this. We'll talk about that next on The Ticket. 
The ticket Luka and the Mavs are lighting up this season, and the ticket is talking about every three-pointer, no-look pass and dive. Thursdays at 410, the voice of the Mavs, Mark Followell, shares his hot hoop opinions with the Heartline. After every home game, turn off the TV and turn on the ticket Mavericks postgame show. Live from the AAC, we're all MFFL Mavericks fans for life. Mavericks fans for life. Mavericks fans for life on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. You go to uh, playwithcbd.com. What the hell does that mean? Well, it means you can get CBD gum. It's hard to find. CBD gum is maybe the most popular item now on the pro tours and, and casual golfers because it has CBD in it, 100 milligrams, no THC. Yes, none. So you can pass any drug test you want, but it's still going to give you those CBD benefits. By the way, we have it here. Nice. So if you want to come on by and we're just selling it for $20, you have two flavors. You have cinnamon and you have spearmint. It's 10 pieces for 20 bucks. So here's the thing. If you're chewing gum anyway, mm-hmm. why not just throw out a 20 and give this a shot? I wouldn't I, disagree. We can talk all you want about whether CBD works and how it works and what's the benefit. You've seen all the people do CBD. If you're a gum chewer, give us 20 bucks and give it a shot. Yeah, I And would. if it works, you can get it on a recurring deal where we can send you a bottle every two weeks or whatever you want. But it ain't, it, it, hey, only costs 20 bucks. Give it a shot. You know, you can take it about, you start chewing maybe about 30 minutes prior to your yeah. round of golf, and it will last you most of the round. But it, the best thing for, for golfers is just clear your mind. The mind gets in the way of more bad scores than anything in the history of ever. And so if it lowers your anxiety, maybe enhances your focus a little bit, um, why not? Why not give it a shot? I mean, it's, yeah. it's cheaper than it's cheaper than buying a new club. Yes. Right? Or a golf lesson. A golf lesson, yeah. Or, so, yeah. So you should have everything at your disposal if you're a serious golfer. Why not try this? Play with CBD.com. Come out to the show. It's only 20 bucks. If you buy it online, put in T-Box 20 and you get 20% off. That's a deal, my friends. So check it out. Playwithcbd.com. Hey, hey, 837 on the ticket tee box out at the Dallas Golf Show, Market Street, Market Center Drive, I'm sorry, in Dallas, right off I-35. And we're on the north side. Free parking. Free parking. Lots of free parking, too. $15 to get in, but you can, I think you can buy it online for a buck off. Nice. And you can get into the home show for free. Because it's next to us. Go By find the, way, the Ginsu knife guy. Here's the other side. Bring your wife, drop her off in there, and say, shop around. I'm going to shop over here. There you go. Perfect. Just perfect. My uh, wife. 850, at 8.50, we'll get into the pros and cons of switching club companies as a golfer when you're at the top of your game. Doesn't look like a good trend. And then at 9.30, what we learned from Curb Your Enthusiasm... 9.10, you mean? 9.10, yeah. There, there you go. Thank you. Uh, and also, something about a restaurant that we yes. both scratched our head over. P1s who work in restaurants and probably hoity-poity, hoity-poloy. Hoity-toity. Hoity-toity. Yeah. yeah. Hoity-toity. Go. Easy for you to say. Yeah. What was that first one? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's actually pretty, uh, that's not too bad. From the man. He hasn't even hit a, uh, a Bloody Mary yet. All right, let's get to the leaderboards because it's sponsored by the greatness of Classic BMW. We've both done business with Classic BMW. Love them to death. 
and they had the brand new X7, and they have uh, well, the X5. I've seen the 8 series. Is oh, they're awesome. I I uh, reviewed one for the magazine. Yeah. And it was I that was a tough car to give back. I really really enjoyed that. So check it out, Class BMW Spring Creek Parkway and the Toy. We'll be there next week. Or Usually maybe. here the first Saturday of the month. Yeah. But uh, we had to switch. So they're playing the Arnold Palmer Invitational out in Orlando. And this will be the last good field they ever have. Why is that? Because they're changing dates. Are they? Yeah, they're going after the players, I think, and they're just huh. going to get hosed. They're going to be the new uh, Honda. I think they might get a few. It, because it's an Invitational, it has a little bit higher status. Maybe. Smaller field. Maybe. So they may get some of those... Uh, Europeans are coming over for the players. May stick around. Maybe. You're right. Uh, Terrell Hatton, speaking of Euro, he's at 7 under along with Sung Kang, who has played horribly this year. The last time he really played well, well, he won the Nelson. Yeah. Right? He didn't have uh, Fluff on his bag. Fluff Cowan, I don't think, at the time. I think they had split before. Because he was on loan from Jim Furyk. That's right. When he was out. So, he's at, they're both tied at 7 under. Danny Lee at 6-under, along with Harris English. Actually, English is at 5-under. Sunjay M., who won uh, a couple weeks ago, or last week, and that's his first win. Man, that guy's got game, and he plays more golf than anybody I know. Yeah, I I wonder. I'm not sure if he has a house. I wonder at what point he's going to slow things down a little bit, because I think he played over 30 events last year. He did. Yeah. I mean, he's good, and and I'm going to say last week when he won, Mm -hmm. Or was it two weeks ago? I last, it was week. last week, yeah. He took that one, that one uh, on the par, par three. three. Oh God! You know, just to go at that hole when you're in where in the position he was in, that took some uh, huevos, some huevos, moxie. Yeah, I'll say huevos. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the big joke for him is um, where does he take his trophy to a hotel room? Because I don't <laughs> think he has a house. He just travels all the time. But he's only like twenty three. So he's doing fine. Rory is at 5-under. So the leaderboard is looking pretty good. Mark Leishman at 4-under. Patrick Reed, 4-under. Um, let's see. Ricky Fowler made a nice little comeback because he was he was kind of hurting in the beginning, and he went 71-70. So he's 3-under par. Okay, Colin Morikawa, he's at 3-under. So I was talking about streaks. So when we always bring up Tiger at 142 straight made cuts, mm-hmm. I think that might be... I'm going to call that, along with Joe DiMaggio's 56 straight, mm-hmm. maybe the greatest marks in sports. I mm-hmm. don't think they're ever going to be equaled. To give you a, a comparison, Tommy Fleetwood missed the cut this week. He was the reigning consecutive cut champ at 33. You know what? 33 is really good. Well, not compared to 142, it's no, not. No, but I'm saying to put it in perspective. Yeah. That's what normal is. Yeah. Tiger wasn't normal. And the new leader... For consecutive cuts made, Colin Morikawa. Okay, so he's got 21. Bet the ranch he misses it next week just because. He's got 21. He's never missed a cut as a pro. Yeah, and how about that? I don't so think you that's know how many done. people are going to ask him about that it, next week at the players. Hey, enjoy it while the while it's yeah. good, right? Yeah, don't bet it on them next week. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I bring up this name. Actually, two people: Rory Sabatini and Bryson DeChambeau. So Rory Sabatini, they're both even par. Yeah, okay, no, nothing great. Rory Sabatini. It's making a cut. 
it is making a cut at a, at a pretty good event. You know what Rory Sabatini is going to be paired with at the at the Zurich? Uh, God, I know this. Patrick Reed. Right. How about that twosome? Right. Talk about the bad guys in golf. You know what? Embrace it. What the hell? I applaud them for that. You know, us against the world type thing, right? Yep. Uh, let's see. Billy Horschel was one over. I mentioned him because he switched out of PXG. Zach Johnson, who was plus one, he's one of only, well, we'll talk about this also at 850, but he's one of only two golfers left in the PXG Hey, so stable. go back to, you, you brought up Sabatini and DeChambeau. Yeah. I don't remember what you said about DeChambeau being one even, but, you know, when you, you when we're sitting and watching golf, and you look at and and you look at the guys on the PGA Tour. Is there a guy that you look at and say, "Hmm, boy, I hope I never have to play golf with him," or that guy must be a beating to play golf with more than Rory Sabatini? You know, we saw him one time. I've met him in person, really one time, face to face, when we were playing the. We were at a pro am. Or some kind of charity event at Craig Ranch, and he was on the fifth, fourteenth hole. Roy Sabatini. Yeah, he was on the fourteenth hole. I don't remember that. I just remember yeah. him when he won the Nelson. We had him on the air. Yeah, I, I, I don't was, mind him. He was a good guy on the air. I don't he was, mind he him. Was, he had he had a few beers in him, and he was happy because he won. I don't mind him because he's anti slow play. I'll take that yeah. to the bank all the time. But he was on the fourteenth, that drivable par four. That, yeah. Okay. He was. Having fun was he? Yeah, I don't remember that. I could, I can't believe he was even standing up and he was he was driving the green. Every was that time. that might be the one you were emceeing afterwards? Could have been yeah. And, and he was giving away like trips to the Masters and stuff. Uh, all four majors. Yeah, I think something and like I that. I think he had an issue delivering something like that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Anyway, so if I look farther down, who missed the cut? One would be Phil Mickelson, five over. So we play our DraftKings. Fantasy, fearless fantasy forecast each week. Which, by the way, you should follow. We've done very, very well. Yeah, check one, it out. I had one bad week. Mm-hmm. Check it out on Happy the, Golfer and subscribe. The, the guys who, who handicap football, if they only have one bad week, how much would you be paying to follow their stuff? Yeah. So, so, so ours is free. Five over. And then we crowed because we have a, a stone-cold lock each week. Like, bet the farm on this. I wouldn't do it, but it and sounds good. But we've done well with our stone-cold locks. Not bad. Not bad. So, I, I, you picked um, Henrik Stenson, Stenson, which I, I, I thought it was a flyer because he has not played well the last two years. But he plays well. But he there. won the Hero World Challenge he out plays of nowhere. Well there. And he plays well there. So mm-hmm. I said, okay. I took Carlos Ortiz, who has played very well this year. He's twenty third in FedEx Cup rankings, um, and so I'm working here yesterday, and I see he's solidly inside the line. He's one over. Mm-hmm. And I say, all right, so I stop looking with two mm-hmm. holes to play. Mm-hmm. Finished bogey triple. Yeah. That a boy. And Henrik Stenson <laughs> mi- missed the cut by two, and he by doubling the last hole. So otherwise I had five out of six make the cut. So we might make some money this week yep. again. Uh, Adam Scott missed the cut. Well, he five shot over. a big number, too, didn't he? He did. There's a lot of 80s out there, believe it or not. And uh, you Justin know, Rose missed a cut. Yep, we'll bring him up next. Uh, Jason Day withdrew. Did he? Yep, he did. So what's wrong with him? Hurt ego? Uh, probably his back again. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway. Uh, that's JT Poston, yeah. who has played very well this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 54th in FedEx Cup points. and So when you look at a guy like that and he's 54th, he's playing well this year. Mm-hmm. He fired an 84. Yep. An 84. Well, how about Matt Every? Wentz, he's, he's, Matt Every has won two tournaments on the Pro Tour. Both at the Arnold Palmer, yep. and he did it back to back. The last guy to do it. It's his only tour wins. Yep. The previous week, he's in a big embroglio with the PGA Tour about legalizing uh, weed, just because he doesn't think it's a performance enhancing drug. If nothing else, it just calms him down. And the irony about that, not to get on a soapbox, you can, by the PGA Tour standard, you can actually drink before you're around. You will not get suspended unless you do something heinous. But uh, but you can't do it with with weed, which I think is hilarious. But anyway, so he shoots a 65 first day. He's like, wow, maybe maybe this does help. Well, the second day he shot an 83. <laughs> so, uh, know fact, why Emiliano Grillo got disqualified? No. Hmm. Don't know, but he shot an 80. If he, did it, if he signed a wrong scorecard shooting 80, he probably just didn't <laughs> give a crap. So yeah, I, shot, I shot for a 69. I made the cut by three. So there's a really there's actually a pretty good leaderboard, and it'll be fun to watch this weekend. And I'm always because we got that. the players next weekend, so we you're do rolling into that. Yeah. By the way, Tiger not playing in the players. I, I'm I'm a little worried about him. Well, he's he's, he's saving up. He's saving up know. his back for Augusta. I'm but a when you stay out of the players, yeah, I'm a little worried. Wow. So keep your eyes watching that, and. Um, We'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm interested to see the players. I've always liked that, but that's more of that next week. It is 849 on the ticket. That was brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. If you have a kid that's into competitive golf or maybe thinking about trying it out, and maybe you have a kid that's a really good golfer and you can go get some uh, college scholarship money, um, this is the way to do it. Go to mm-hmm. tjgt.com. All right, up next, I think it's the worst decision in the history of ever, if you're a top-flight golfer, we would tell you that is next. All right, 57 on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the tee box. Rick and Craig, Kern out here engineering back at the station. Jay King running the show. Russell Scott with tickers twice an hour. This segment brought to you by the Gaylord, Michigan, and their nonstop flights from Dallas to Traverse City. And then you take about an hour drive, and you come upon some of the best golf I've ever seen. I think Eli's going. Yep, he is. Beautiful out there. And they have that that signature par 3 course at Treetops, which is well, you want to get some money games going. Yeah. That'll do oh, it. Oh, wait. It's 9... What, what time is it? 8.58? Eli's not here yet. That's shocking. Nah, he prepares like three hours for his two-hour show. He's taking his time. He'll be here. Country Force will be here at 10 to take over till noon. We have our avid golfer booth out here. You can buy the pass book for a mere $59.95. Get a couple dozen golf balls. You get a $33 gift card to the 33 Restaurant Group, which is Taverna Rosa and Union Bear Brewing, a couple other places, and then Cadillac Pizza. And you get a $25 uh, rounded, rounded tribute. Uh, tribute. Save you 40 bucks right Pretty there. Pretty darn sweet. So By the way, new out. owners out at the tribute, so... They're they're making a difference out there. They combined the two courses. They did at Old American. Yep. Very very smart. Yep. By the way, you can buy a golf cart here too at Journey Golf Carts. Hmm. Buy two of them. 
his and her. They're, I mean, they're lifted golf carts. They're kind of cool looking, aren't they? I like it. Yeah. I like the nice rims. Very nice. Yeah. All right, 9-10. We learned something from watching Curb Your Enthusiasm this Sunday, and it has to do with golf and restaurant tours. So I'm very curious about that. Good morning, Laura. Our All lovely right. Laura Webster. She'll be running our booth today. She runs our company. That's fine. She does. So we don't have to. It's awesome. And she is an expert on CBD. So when you want to come look at the gum, you can talk to her too. This is true. All right. So uh, I see this story this week that one Justin Rose apparently is going to be leaving his company that he went to back 2019, almost the beginning of the year. He switched from TaylorMade to Hanma, which is a boutique company. And that's, that was that not an eyebrow raiser? Well, yes and no. Not if they give you half the company or whatever it is, yeah. you know, stock. And remember, he followed the TaylorMade uh, president or CEO over there, so I'm sure he was cajoled to do mm-hmm. that. And so, um, <clears throat> one or number two at the time. Okay, just remember that. He has fallen to 13th in the world since then. I would call that precipitous. That Very much so. Here's the problem. When you're already number one in the world or number mm-hmm. two, there's nowhere to go but down. So right. what's the upside of Hanma keeping him at number one? Cash. Well, that for him, yeah. But, cash. however... My thinking is, and I've said this a million times, when you're a top-flight golfer, you're already making big bank. Mm-hmm. You, really, honestly, these guys are all multimillionaires. I bet you Dustin Rose is probably, Justin Rose is probably worth somewhere $30 million, $25 million, somewhere else, on those, bleh, along those lines. So why do you need to get greedy and start using equipment that you really don't know for sure how it's going to turn out? I'm not going to disagree with you at all because I think that's one thing that Jordan Spieth did really, really well when he came out and became a pro. How genius was it to sign with Under Armour? That was his big contract was Under Armour. Doesn't affect your golf swing Doesn't, at all. You know, and, and, you know, he would have, but, you know, it was whatever. So He would have? What? He, he – I – I remember he was interviewing companies, and if well, somebody, there's nothing was, wrong with that. If, and I and um, I'd even say that even when he was talking to Titleist, you know, Titleist kind of makes you try the new clubs and stuff, and they haven't worked for Jordan in the past. Not lately. So even signing with Titleist as a title sponsor might have been an issue. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I mean, it worked out perfect for him by not doing a club deal. And then he eventually signed with Titleist, but that was after he won a Masters and it cost him, and he didn't change his clubs. He just, that's what he was with. Right. But I I don't understand, like to your point, you know, Justin Rose should have a great deal with some sort of apparel company or Rolex or Jet, NetJets or, you know, anything I, whatever that, it is. Nothing has to do with his golf swing, his golf game. Yeah. You know, just let that go because here's the deal. But I remember, and here's the thing: it started. I remember Mark Brooks. You remember Mark Brooks? I mean, he was I he do was signed PGA with, champion, and he right after that he changed clubs. Yep, and it never worked out. It didn't work out for him well at all. And he, he and I just, but that here's the thing: I don't fault Mark Mark Brooks because the money wasn't the way it is now. True. And so, yeah, you want to cash out back then, but now, good lord, what a bad decision that is. 
Yeah, and I don't get it, and I don't know why why agents don't. Well, agents get a cut of the of the bid. I get that part, but here's the bottom line: you win, and the money will flow like Niagara Falls. Okay, so here you're number one in the world. You're winning tournaments. Things are going well, and um, you're you've got all this money. You're with TaylorMade. You're with I don't even know who else Justin Rose is with. I'm sure, he's got 15 logos on his shirt. All of a sudden, Mark King calls you and says, "I'm I'm running Hanma now. Play my play my clubs. I'll give you. I'll open up the Brinks truck. Mm-hmm. What's that number that makes you, that makes the difference? And before you even have to say, I mean, I, a he has to say, "Well, I got to hit the clubs first. Right. But when the money's big, don't you start to justify how you're hitting it? Yeah, I can hit these instead of like, oh, not not when you put up scores that makes you miss cuts. Yeah." He hasn't done anything. So here's my deal. If if you want to be a top-flight golfer and you've proven that you are, why mess with anything between the ropes? That has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Know, has, I don't get it. So I got some highlights here. So if you look back, uh, Mark Brooks didn't do squat after switching. Corey Pavin, he went from um, – By the way, he's probably the toughest one because – there's Ty Walker. Because if you listen to this, I bet if you look at this list, and I probably could guess three or four of them right away, but Mark Brooks was the earliest one who did that. I, God, I I don't fault him at all, but I wonder how much of a do-over he would like. Yep. So Pavin was hitting the, those Cleveland Voss cast irons, V-A-S, mm-hmm. and he won the 95 U.S. Open. He won uh, seven times with those. Then he signed a five-year contract, seven-figure contract, with PRGR. Yep. Did not crack the top 100 for the length of the contract. Yeah. I mean, you're go- signing with a Hanma or a PRGR. Let me just tell you, when you start doing things like that, Rick, and you know this, and you go away from Ping, Titleist, um, Callaway, you're leaving a lot of um, R&D. Oh, just are. No, I get it. But again, if you're winning, the money will flow to you. It, it's gravity. Yep. It will just follow you. And yep. if you win a major, the the off course income is three to five times your yeah. your purse win, right? But I'm just saying, you you go to one of those companies, you're going to lose a lot of R and D. Lee Jansen used to be with Founders. Yep. Won only eight times on the tour. Two of those with U.S. Opens in '93, '98. Then he left. Founders for Ben Hogan. The, you know what? He what he was with Founders, so I kind of see that maybe moving up a little bit. So yeah. I wouldn't. But yes, if you if you found if you found love in Founders clubs, and you're the only he had to be the only guy on tour, right? Playing Founders. Yep. Oh, I think uh, didn't Lanny Watkins do it for a while? Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, his game went to hell. Curtis Strange. Won back-to-back U.S. Opens, and he won. Let's see, won multiple times on tour. I'm gonna say double digits. Yeah. <clears throat> he used and he hit McGregor's for a long time. McGregor, whatever happened to those guys? Especially between him and Nicholas. Then he switched to Marumum, Marumum, another boutique company. I don't uh, even know them. Yep. He uh, he never was the same after that. Mm-mm. Then finally, Nick Price won 16 times in a decade. 
including back-to-back majors in 94, the Open Championship, and the PGA. And during most of that time, he was playing Golden Ram Irons. Isn't Duvall on that list? Yeah, he's, yeah he was up. But he, he actually won with his new sticks. He and did? Then, and then he fell apart. Yeah. But that was that was due to a lot of things. Wow. Um, gaining weight, his back I went out. I still think he was never the same. So No. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was yeah. So Nick Price... So Nick Price was playing Golden uh, Golden Rams. He switched to Atragon. Remember that company? No. <clears throat> I've so never I, heard of them. Signed a 10-year deal worth $25 million. And he never won again <laughs> with those. So that's the problem with all these guys. I know you get pie-eyed when you see a bunch of commas in a contract, right? But I would rather be known as a guy that's a really good golfer, and I'll make the money. Don't don't worry about my income. Yep. Then be a guy that, okay, well, lack of a better term, hoard out, took the <laughs> took the bigger money, and it and it ruined their game. And then they they, for the rest of their life, they always wonder what the hell was I thinking, and whoever wants that. Yep. And every time you play, it reminds you you made the dumbest decision of your life. Yep. At least uh, for your career. So I don't get it. So. Uh, again, even with Rose leaving and going back to mostly tailor-made, he couldn't make the cut this week. But it's it's the first week he's gone back yeah. to the to the new sticks. Well, now he's got to change everything again, and yeah. Anyways, just word to the wise, you know, don't greedy. Greedy is not necessarily good all the time. Trust me. All right, it is nine oh eight on the ticket. That nope. was brought to you by the Alabama Golf Group. The Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail. They're out here at the at the golf show. Tell them you heard it on the little tee box, and they'll take good care of you. You know what it's time for, Rick? Bloody Mary. Yes, it is. All right, up next, we've got the weather real quick. And what did we learn from Curb Your Enthusiasm? And it has to do with golf and restaurants. Next on the ticket. The new clubs at the Tribute, which is now the Tribute and Old American, all tied together in one happy family. And the Ewing Auto Group, consisting of Mercedes-Benz of Plano and Ewing, Buick, and GMC. And Subaru. Don't forget Subaru. Yep. I bring you this segment. We're at the Dallas Golf Show. We are till 10. Country Force will follow us. And we are knee-deep in a Bloody Mary's. We Feeling are. No pain, which is a good way to start the day. You're properly lubed up. My wife would be proud I'm drinking Tito's. Yeah, that's a good thing. Tito's. By the way, there's another vodka here called Blackland Fort Worth. Of course there is. And they have whiskey and they have vodka, I think. You can get a sample of both. There you go. The weather is brought to you by the City of Arlington Golf Courses, including Texas Rangers, which is going to be hosting the Veritex Bank, uh, Bank Championship. They're right across in from April. us, too. Yes. Fun people. Yeah, very good. All right, so the weather looks like this. It's going to be wonderful today and tomorrow, 65, 66. A little rain on Monday, 74, 80 on Tuesday. I'm playing golf Tuesday. 80. 78, 73, 74. Mark, yeah, I'm working all damn weekend. I'm going to play golf Tuesday. Whatever. Nobody cares. I need to find somebody to play with. You can play with me? Sure. All right. About time. All right, 930, a funny, a funny story about David Faraday when he had to interview Tiger Woods. I can't imagine he had the fortitude to do this. But we'll talk about that at 9.30. But first... Weather brought to you of, by uh, D&M oh, yeah. Leasing. And brought to you by D&M Leasing. Thank you, Jay. Anytime. 
so we like Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's a, it's a. I like Curb Your Enthusiasm too, Rick. I just started it though. I'm only two episodes in. Hopefully, uh, you'll come back and tell me more about it. Mr. Russell Scott. Let's see if he can. Yes, sorry about that. Do you know anything about Curb Your Enthusiasm? You know what? I haven't watched it in, uh, I think I watched the first season, but I haven't seen it in, in quite some time. I just started it because I play the music all the time with these guys, and I had HBO, and I was loving it so far, and then my brother canceled HBO on me. You let him do that? He's the one that pays for the Hulu. I'm just, ah, I got you. Yeah, gotcha. I'm just a profile on the side. Gotcha. Let me uh, see where they're at here real fast. Did we lose them? There we go. We're connected. All right. We back? You're, You're back. back. Jay? Yes. Yay. All right. So the problem is we have these guys with dollies that run over our Ethernet cord. Here, let me, let me play the uh, perfect the theme internet. for that. Let's start. All right. <laughs> so take two. We like Curb Your Enthusiasm. We love Larry David because he's that guilty pleasure that makes you embarrassed and uncomfortable. But you go... I could see his point sometimes, but if you but sometimes you just watch that show through your hands. Yes, you do. He, he, even this past week, he messed up the perfect date. Oh, I mean, magical! God, it would have been a magical date. <laughs> you watch, and if you watch it, you'll know what we talk about. <laughs> yeah, he just can't shut up. Oh, he just can't. And as soon as he goes down that that rabbit hole, you just go, "Oh no, don't! Just stop!" And, and I, you know I what's just, happening. Oh. Yeah. Already happening. Okay, so. By the so, way, P1s, if you are restaurants, tweet us at Arnett Rick or Avagoffer98 for this one. All right, so we'll talk about that in a second. But first, believe it or not, we learned something about golf by watching Curb. So Larry's a big golfer. He's, I think he belongs to LA Country Club or Bel Air, maybe yeah. both. And, you know, he, he loves his golf. So every once in a while, he'll intertwine that into the storyline. Yep. So one of his buddies is... Uh, what the hell's this? Richard Lewis? Richard Lewis, who looks like death. I mean, he looks horrible. But anyway, he's funny. And he's funny. And, and it was funny. Last last week, you bought a Bentley, right? Yes. And it was very funny. Watching. He didn't know how to open the door. <laughs> couldn't find the lock. And then he was gonna, getting robbed because he was in a Bentley. Anyway, but that's beside the point. Well, this week, yeah. So, so they're playing golf. And for some reason, um, he's putting lights out. He's making everything, and he finally takes like 500 bucks off Larry and his partner. So Larry's talking to a guy, that, I think the head pro, director of golf or whatever at the club, and they're talking about certain items, and then he goes, um, like, look at this putter. And that was the one thing Richard Lewis would never let anybody see his putter. No, he took his clubs home. And he wouldn't day. even, yeah, he took his clubs home with him. He, yes, so he would always, like, you know, no, you can't see what I'm, you can't see my clubs. Nobody could see them. <laughs> So, come to find out that there's a rule that your putter, and, and John Drago, we love John Drago, runs the, uh, the whole uh, uh, AT&T, Byron Nelson. But he's also a rules official. And he's a rules official, and he's our go-to for all things like this. And we, we both texted him and said, hey, we saw something on Curb Your Enthusiasm. And I've never heard this rule before. And when I was talking on the phone yesterday, he hadn't either. So he, Is that right? He did research online like we all do. Yeah. And he finally came up with the reason because there is one. The shaft has has to have a certain amount of 
of angle to it. Yes. So, so you can't he wants a... he wants you to explain this. Well, do you uh, do I want to explain it or do I? It's 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 in item D. Okay. I don't know what number it is um, for alignment. Okay. On a club. So apparently you have to have some angle. It says that when the club is in its normal dress position, the shaft must be aligned so that the projection of the straight part of the shaft onto the vertical plane through the... T- I'm not reading. Whatever. Nobody cares. You can't have a perfectly straight putter. That's and why illegal. not? And I'm thinking... Why is that a rule? I don't have any clue. Can that make you putt better? I'm telling you right now, there's nothing that guarantees you being a better putter. All right, so putter. here's the thing about I it. Promise that I promise you. That I... That I Brought, I brought up to both of you guys. So they're looking about, they're trying to figure this out, this show, the theme of this show, right? They're the point of the show. Uh-huh. What writer came out and said, you know, we want to know that Richard Lewis is cheating in any right. way. How'd they come up with, well, I, I don't know. It I had to found come up this somewhere. rule. It's number 3.6.4D on alignment. You can't have a perfectly straight putter. And if the, if the rules guru, John Drago, d- couldn't figure that out, had never heard of that before? That's pretty obscure, yeah. right? Because yeah. he's the man. So anyway, come to find out that Richard Lewis did have an illegal putter, but for the life of me, I can't figure out why that matters. The angle of no. a putter. No. This I, is when you get into the minutia that makes no add, sense. Let me ask you this. Hypothetically speaking, okay. take an obscure pro. Mm-hmm. Scott Stallings. Mm-hmm. It's won three times. Whispers four to times. you. <clears throat> I can change my game with a perfectly straight putter. I'm going to start using it. Yep. Does anybody on tour find out? Anybody. You know You know what I'd liken that to? I'll never forget when my L.A. Kings lost to Toronto, I believe, in the, in the Stanley Cup. I think it was the last time Canada won the Stanley Cup, I think. And one of their defensemen, whose name escapes me, had an illegally curved blade. You can actually have too much curve in your bl- in your hockey hockey stick, okay, in, in the blade. And the other team did not call him on it until they thought it would matter, and it did. And he got called for it, and he got suspended or thrown out of the game or whatever, and it changed everything. Really, changed momentum. Yeah, it was it was horrendous. And I, I guess I guess for that for the hook of the blade. It makes a difference in how you can torque your shot and get a get a sure. spin on it and all that kind of stuff, but a, a absolutely straight putter versus not, I don't get that at all. Me neither. And I, and and I I wonder if anybody would even. So here's the other side. I let's just take another one. I, we we were talking about you did a uh, tour confidential thing and uh-huh. asked if anybody really. Uses illegal clubs. Nobody uses an illegal club. They get them from the manufacturer. They just don't and if know. They, they don't know. Right. <clears throat> so if somebody made a perfectly straight putter right. and gave it to Scott Stallings mm-hmm. and said, try this. This putter's really good. And he starts to use it. If John Drago doesn't <clears throat> know you can't use a perfectly straight putter, does Scott Stallings know you can't use that? You know what I'd wonder, though? Let's say Stallings went on this win streak. Yeah. Somebody's going to check something out. It's either going to be his driver. You think? Well, now they will. Well, because a, a lot of golfers like Kirby enthusiasm. Stro- strokes. Stro- Hello. <laughs> Stro- <laughs> wow. Strokes. And that's with you being drunk. Strokes gained putting was uh-huh. off the charts. Yep. Everybody's going to start looking. What putter is he using? Yeah, because and it happened what, with the long putter. But here's the it thing. With the John Drago didn't know this was a rule. 
I know. At what point does somebody say, well, wait a minute, that putter's too straight? Who yeah, would ever think of that? I don't get that, but it was genius. Okay, so let's get to the second part because this one really interested me. So Larry David is kind of a kind of a I don't, I don't know how to describe his appearance. He's unattractive. He's something. I don't know what he is. He looks like Bernie Sanders. But he's but he's but I'm he's not rich, being political here. But, but he's he does. richer than anybody, and so that makes him more attractive. Anyway, he goes to, to some, this restaurant. Not go, to me. Goes to a restaurant, and. The maitre d' or the owner takes him and his group to one side of the restaurant. Away from the window. Away from the window. And the other side of the restaurant. That's an important piece. And Larry starts looking around and realizes that everybody in this section is homely. Let's just call it unattractive. And he was looking at the other side, and they all look like like models. Yes. Right? They're They're really attractive people They're the beautiful people. Wait a minute. they got beautiful people on the left side of the... Of the restaurant, and all of us unattractive people are on the right side. And even the, and the maitre d' wouldn't cop to it. Just said, no, no, no. But no, every, like he's it. gone in there three or four times, he, he, and every time it's the same thing. The beautiful people are on by the window, and the unattractive people are over in the middle of the, or the end of the restaurant. And on top of that, when he was having his first date with the quote-unquote magical woman, if you watch the show, you'll know what we're talking about. She's gorgeous. He's not. So his ungorgeousness trumped her gorgeousness, <laughs> and, he's and so in. they still had to be relegated to the yep. to the homely section. But right? Ted Danson comes with an average-looking woman, right? And he gets in the beautiful side because yes. he's Ted Danson. So we're wondering. So I come in the next day and I ask Craig, "Hey, Craig, I finally saw I finally saw Curb." So you go out to more high-tone restaurants than I do. I don't go to that many, but when I do, I enjoy them, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you go out to more than I do. Have I, you noticed that? I don't go to high. Flutin restaurants like this. I go to steakhouses. I like a good That's steak. pretty high flutin for most but people. Th- this doesn't happen in a steakhouse, but I'm telling you the trendy restaurants, yeah. there's no question. They're putting the most beautiful people by that window when you're walking by or driving See, by. I'm not so sure. If you can there's tweet us no at our net Rick question at AvidGolfer98 and you don't have to Kern? use your real name. Kern? I'm sorry? Do you not agree? He wasn't listening. There's no question they do. He's not listening. Jay King? I was listening. I'm were you guys talking you, it about? doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm telling you, it doesn't happen. That's, this is the worst e-break ever. None of our staff listens to us. I'm going to say, objectively, that doesn't happen. I'm saying 100% in now, the trendy restaurants, it does. It happens in valet parking. You put the hottest cars out front because that's yeah. good PR that you're, you know, rich people and famous and everything else is is uh, enjoying your establishment. Mm-hmm. Richard Chamberlain does that. Well, they all do. Trust me. They all do. Yeah. So when you know, and if by you the way, car, it's not Richard Chamberlain. That's a valet company. But he's that he hires out, and the yeah, valet he can, company he makes can those request them to do certain things. Yeah, but I, otherwise I they lose their contract. I wouldn't put that on Richard Chamberlain. I would. I mean, no. no but I'm not putting that on him. I love him. But every time no, I'm going to go to a saying. restaurant now, and I and I, from now on. I'm going to look at the whole landscape of the restaurant and see how everybody is situated. I'm telling, I'm telling you, you right now it doesn't happen. I'm saying it 100%. 100% it does. 100%. Because i got to think that somebody else is shallow. I'm going to look at Twitter right now, and I'm going to tell you. As Larry David. Right now is, is saying. Somebody yes, as shallow happened. as Larry David is going to realize he's looking around, and he's going, or he or she's going, wow, this is, these people kind of around me are kind of unattractive. But that side, wow. Movie stars. I mean, they they got it down. And I just can't believe it. I just can't. Not yet. Well, I'm just saying, 
that all I got so far on Twitter is P1 Rick says something about a, a straight putter might be too much like a pendulum. I don't care. Um, I like P1 Rick because he he talks to us all the time. And then Jay King sends us a note saying Pizza Hut's largest franchise offers, op- operator weighs options, including bankruptcy. That's not Pizza Hut, though. Okay, so you have to. T- okay, so now you're bringing back something that happened like an hour ago, and yeah. nobody knows what you're talking about. No. Well, I'm just saying Thanks. that's the only tweets we have. Thanks for stopping this thing down. Well, I'm saying Pizza Hut probably doesn't put the attractive people. You're still you're in doubling down on this. Seriously, why are you, why are you getting you, angry? Because sometimes We're you just golf show, don't you be, have. You should be have some love and just you yeah, know. but just pay attention. Really, I'm paying attention. No, you're not. I'm you bring up Twitter. something. That, I just said the only tweets we have are these two. That's it. I'm done. Really? Yep, I am. What the I hell's wrong with you? Because you just stopped down a whole segment over something that was brought up an hour ago that nobody knows what you're talking about. I just mentioned the only two tweets we had. Seriously, Rick. I'm just going to kill myself now. Just going to do it. You know, you need to go home. I'm not going to put up with you all day. I'm just not. <laughs> just go. Yikes. God. All right, up next, let's have some fun with David Faraday and Gary McCord on maybe the toughest interview ever done with Tiger Woods. Out at the Dallas Golf Show. Be sure to see us today. We'll be here till five uh, tomorrow as well. Country Force will follow us, and don't forget uh, the new passbook, fifty nine ninety five. You get a, do- a two dozen golf balls. You get a thirty three dollar gift card to a thirty three restaurant group uh, establishment, which is includes Union Bear Brewing and Taverna Rosa. And a $25 round of golf at the Tribute. That is some good, good stuff. Uh, We'll mix with Country Force here in a little bit. But first, saw this this week. Podcasts are getting very popular in the world of golf. And Colt Nost, who, from around here, won a U.S. amateur, kind of gave up his playing time i guess and he started getting into the media and he's actually really good so he's on a podcast called subpar i think it's on golf.com and they had gary mccord on and gary mccord talks about you know how he and peter costas were were uh, unceremoniously dropped from the coverage by the way craig that coverage i don't know how much you watch of it it's, CBS is the most boring golf coverage ever now. Got Davis I Love. I don't pay that much attention, so. Well, I'm just saying. That in the last two weeks, it was on NBC, so. Right. But Davis Love brought nothing to it. They were supposed to get younger and more hip, and they just got more boring golfy, with lack of a better term. But they asked uh, Gary McCord. What was some of the funniest things he ever saw? And one of them had to do with David Faraday interviewing Tiger Woods. And let's hear Gary McCord um, explain this. So everybody's got their little deal. You know, Jimmy, Lance will go, okay, Jimmy, uh, uh, check all the announcers. Okay, Nick's here. We know that. Uh, Ian Baker, fence. And um, 
Oi, oi, oi. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Okay, okay. Is that what he would say when he would check in on the mic? And then I'd go, what? And then and then we go down and Peter would go, yeah. And then David would put the microphone, as you know, he's got unbelievable flashlights. And at any time he can generate monumental burps of nastiness. And he would put it down to his rear end and you'd hear Jesus. That's how we knew David was there. on the mic, yeah. It was just that his mic's what, hot. What we do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we go, and, and David, now we go to get David, and you, and you hear this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then, okay, let's go, let's go to 14. Uh-oh. So I'm sitting there, uh-oh. Why would he say, uh-oh? And so now I'm looking, and I know. I think I the, know. We've got the dress Adidas on, and we got khaki pants. And I'm looking down, as you know, 16 at Quail Hollow. It's just dead straight, basically, mm-hmm. in the old green. And I can see the T. And I look back there, and he, here he is. Tiger hits it, and there goes David walking, splay-footed, with rain <laughs> pants on. Keep his head. Oh, oh I know what the uh-oh is. The boy has <laughs> shit his pants, okay? Yep. <laughs> now, he can't go anywhere because there's five million worshipers of Tiger that are hounding the trees and the grass and the fairways. And he is like a ping pong ball in a hurricane. He's trying to get out, but he can't get out. And so I see him down there walking. He is walking and it's splay footed. It's going, toes are going left and right out there. And I know he's not comfortable and it's gonna get crusty in a little bit, especially <laughs> as hot as it is. So I see him peel over there and he gets underneath the tree, kind of near the people. Okay, so there is there another one there? Boy, this. Is, okay, so let's let's play that. Sitting there, and our compound is right up above the 18th hole, it's about 70 yards up there. And so Tiger puts out, and we're going to commercial break, and you see David now, starting to run up the hill with his microphone, his backpack, and everything else. And Lance goes. David, I want you to stay down there and get an interview from Tiger. Oh, God. Yes, perfect. <laughs> so he stops. He could see yeah. his shoulders just slump like this, and he walks back. So now the cameraman, we all know it, Davey Finch, locks the camera on the three guys. So we've got Tiger in the middle. We've got Stevie over here, who is at best 1-1A one one as far as flatulence, okay? And we've got David on this side. <laughs> and David's just sitting there like this, with the microphone in his hand, head down, shoulders curled. And he's just sitting there. And now we're all watching. <laughs> Tiger doesn't like interviews, doesn't like to be seen. Of course. He goes, hey, Faraday, when do we come back from commercial? Lance, Tiger wants to know when we're coming back from commercial. Um, tell him 20 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. You see Tiger going, he's on the kit. He's on yeah. Like this. So we're, they're all sitting there, you know, about 15 seconds, and all of a sudden, you see Tiger going. Oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. He turns to Stevie and he goes, You didn't. Okay? He goes, Stevie didn't. I mean, Stevie, well, Stevie goes, says, like, I, I didn't, didn't do yeah. it. So he turns to David. As soon as he looks at David, David goes, I <laughs> myself on 15. <laughs> and Tiger jumped up in the air 
kind of like get get away from him. Then five, four, and Jimmy, we're live. throw it down. He's got Tiger Woods down there. Our own David Faraday. So David goes to put the mic, and Tiger's running. He's getting away from it. He left. So David's trying to get the mic, and Tiger's <laughs> running that way because his stench is so bad. Oh I guess, God. and it was it was hilarious to watch. I can't imagine the whole thing out of that story was he. David had his accident on the fifteenth hole, so he had to carry that. Ugh. Can't believe that. Ugh. I wonder how often that's happened, where they he you know. The announcer screaming to the truck, oh, we got a we got a problem here. Bring me another pair of britches. Can it happen more than once? I don't know. I mean sometimes things just happen, right? Well, anyway. Not to me. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope. I can't even believe that. All right, it's nine forty four on the ticket. T Box out at the Dallas golf show today. People are getting ready and hyped up and all the booths are getting manned and the people are waiting outside and should be some good stuff today at Market Center. We call this Market Center Hall? Is that what they call it? What do they call this? Place? Market Hall. Market Hall, okay. And we'll be out here till uh, 5. Uh, Country Force will be up next, and we're going to mix with them right here on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Ticket, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the Little Tea Box. We're out here at the Dallas Golf Show. We'll be here till 5 o'clock today and 4 o'clock tomorrow. And we have the passbook and we have the $33 gift card, courtesy of 33 Restaurant Group. $25 uh, round at the Tribute. And two dozen golf balls, a bunch of good stuff out here at Market Hall, right off I-35 and Market Center Drive. And I want to thank Kern out of your engineering back at the station. Jay King, Russell Scott, and next week will be a classic BMW. So, look forward to all that. And without further ado, we bring on Country Force, Eli Ty. Good morning. Live in person. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, guys. Hello, hello. So, is there something you guys could eat an unlimited amount of? Like like daily? Like a certain... Like, could you go through a whole bag of cookies? A whole bag? No. No. Could I'm, not a big, I'm not a big sweets guy. Okay. In one day? Uh, if it's not like, I'm not like rushing to like just gobble them down in an hour, I could I could sit and plow through a bag of cookies, I bet. So one time I ate 13 BLTs in college <laughs> in one sitting. In one sitting? Yeah. <laughs> what? 13 BLTs. Sounds like a challenge. You. It wasn't. I just, I could. Just craving a BLT. I could, I could eat back in the day. I ate 16 pieces of pizza once when I was about 13. That's a lot. That's a lot. So I see Joey Chestnut. Oh, yes. I just saw this. consumed 32 Big Macs in 30 minutes? It's like uh, 38 pretty, minutes. Pretty impressive. That dude, he's a machine. Yes. That is ridiculous. So to give you an idea... He ate 32 and 30. He consumed 15 and a third pounds of food. Okay, so that all that yeah. weighed 15 pounds. 18,000 calories. It only cost 127 bucks. Oof. 
Yeah, but, but how many years off your life? I <laughs> don't know. How much was that cost? But compare that to the 72 hot dogs he ate in yeah. 10 minutes. I saw a show when they were they – were, uh, What's the sodium intake on that many hot dogs, do you think? A quadrillion. How about nitrates? Yeah. But there was a there was like a doc about competitive eating, and they tried to they filled a balloon full of what it would take. Like this was back when Kobayashi was the man, and this was maybe fifty hot dogs, and they filled a He's balloon, a and man. it was like, it was like a, a, it was like a I don't know what you a medicine ball. It uh-huh. was gigantic, and to, for them to be able to cram that much food into their frame, and it doesn't. But you don't see it like that. It's just, it's amazing. That's why I love the competitive eating stuff. So uh, back to Rick's girls original question. Buckets. Uh, yeah. Yes, Mike. <laughs> that exactly. too, Mike. So if if you were to select one food unit that you think I could go pro as a professional eater, you any any of you? Yeah. So just like one thing that you think you like enough to where you could say, "All right, I feel like I could be towards the top of the heap consuming that particular item." What would it be? Thin crust pizza. Thin crust pizza. Okay, so like I might be in on that. Yeah. All right. That's where Jake went bad with his when he tried to eat all that pizza. That, was, was, that was foolish. The crust was too thick. Yeah. I'm big on crispy crust anyway. Yeah. Thin crispy because I want I want to taste the toppings. I don't want to be beaten down by the dough. You go yeah. thin. You can. If I go thin, I could probably I could still consume a large, even in my post soda. I wouldn't do it, but I could. Two? Could you do two larges? Mm. Thin crust. I could put a. I could put a pretty good dent in that second one. I don't know if I could go full two. Let's though. just say just straight cheese pizza, no toppings. No toppings. Yeah. Uh, I could probably go. I, I think I could guarantee one and a half. Yeah, I think I think I'm with you. I think I could maybe do two. There's, it's there's, it's not near as daunting as the regular crust. Yes. It's like eating crackers. I'm more of a, a savory taste eater. So I'm, the, I'm the same. I don't, so I don't do a lot of sweets. I can eat a whole big bag of Cheetos, especially the crispy one. Yeah. I could do that. I've been, I'd plow through any of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, whether it's Doritos, chips, it doesn't matter. I think tacos, I think, would be mine. Just like your standard, regular meat, Not the little baby tacos yeah, that like, Jack in the Box have? Yeah, like meat and cheese tacos. Okay. I think I could probably get, I don't know, 20 or 25 of those down probably. It fascinates me to see the list of stuff like Joey Chestnut, the stuff that he's the world record holder on. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it's, it's, 12 pounds of guacamole yeah, like in five minutes or whatever it is. 500 you know, oysters. Yeah, yeah when, they, when they list it off during the hot dog eating competition and each guy that gets up there, they say, he holds the for eating 12 matzo balls in eight minutes, you know. Like like five gallons of mayonnaise (laughs) in like an hour. Just the most disgusting stuff. So how much does he have to detox? I don't know, man. I've often wondered, I mean, because they they obviously have to keep it down during the competition. Yeah. But, I mean, like. Reversal of fortune. Right. As soon as they get behind closed doors, are they just purging that, or is it staying with them through the process? I've always wondered that, too. It's like once once you've been declared the winner, can you go back and just barf all that up? It's kind of like weightlifting. You know, you have to hold it for X amount of time. Yeah. Make it legit. Yeah. I guess there would have to be a, a duration afterwards that. 30 minutes, an hour? I'm, I'm not sure like what hour. the official rules are. And Joey Chestnut, he like, I mean, I don't want to say, you know, they, they, those those hypesters that run that thing try to make them out as real athletes, but they do, he does have to train. Mm-hmm. Like, he will, like, he'll. Well, don't they drink, like, gallons of water? Like, yeah, they'll sit there. Wait, first, thing, yeah, first thing they do, they wake up every morning, they drink a gallon of water as fast as they can to, like, stretch their stomach out. And then he goes and he cooks. 
50 hot dogs and sees how quick he can eat them. And that's like leading up to this competition. It's So, yeah, there's some training involved. I still don't know if I consider him an athlete or not, but it's a, it's a nice trick. Maybe we should made him a nice, made him a nice uh, career and a nice uh, check, I'm sure. Maybe we should do a country force road trip to the big texan up in amarillo and try the 72 yes, steak challenge i don't think i could do that because you have to eat everything else yeah too. it's like a baked potato a salad dinner roll a shrimp cocktail a salad and a steak i think and you have to do it in an hour yeah well you know the thing is about that too is i've, I've been there once with the big texan i didn't do that but they actually put you like up on a stage yes. and they have like a big clock that's like right but, over your head so everyone's watching you try and do it so if you toss your cookies, you're going to feel like a fool. Do, do you watch Man vs. Food? Used Some, to. Sometimes. Used to when the original guy was there. That, that was his first thing. The very first show that he ever did was, was Big Texan. Big Texan. What, Joey Chestnut did that in like seven minutes or something, yeah. I think. It's, yeah, it's amazing. And they get him up there with two, like, newbies that are they, – they tap out after about 15 minutes, and it takes him maybe 15 minutes to, to get all the food in. It's – it's a, I still watch Man vs. Food, even with the new guy. We've tried to get him on. He's he's avoiding my calls. But. I don't know if he, I like him. He's not, he doesn't uh, do it for me. He's, he's a, all right. He's a little cheesy. He's, he's, he's very cheesy. He's all right. But I did see him do one, this is three or four weeks ago, where it was, I think, a six-and-a-half-pound ice cream sundae. Yes, that's the one. And he that, actually finished it. Yes. There is no way I, that I could do, I, even come close to that. And I like sweets. I like ice cream. Me too. I, could, I, like I couldn't cream, eat okay. six and a half pounds no. of ice cream in a or gallons or whatever it is in I one sitting. Eat six and a half pounds of anything. Yeah. Oof. Hmm. Oof. That's. Oof. It's. What about Slim Jims? <laughs> you can eat six and a half pounds of anything. I could snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> in a oh, yeah. full day, I couldn't eat six pounds of anything. Yeah, it'd be tough. That's that's quite a bit, man. Could you do? Would it be easier to do the, the the thing where you're trying to eat mass quantities or hot food, like the really hot hot wings? Yeah, I think, nah, like, I think give me the good. spice. I think. I mean, it would suck, but I think I'd rather try and do that than try and eat a so six pound ice here's cream a question sundae. About, here's a question about Joey Chestnut. When you say his world record of like twelve pounds of guacamole or whatever it is, is that something where? He said he wakes up in the morning and says, "Hmm, peanuts. I'm going to eat more peanuts in eight minutes than anybody else." Or does he? They have all these competitions. I, yeah. Or is it all the around, guacamole need, growers of America says, "Hey, we need a publicity stunt." It's probably a bit of both. And he gets a check for doing it. It's probably like that Walinda guy that that tight ropes across stuff. He probably is just <laughs> over a volcano. Yeah, he just spare. looks for the next thing to try and tightrope across, and probably like Joey Chestnut probably is wandering but, around and goes, oh, I wonder how much hummus I could eat in one sitting. But, okay, so here's like <laughs> Joey Chestnut. In 2019, here are the records he set. Pizza. Now, these are two-foot slices. He ate six-and-a-half slices, two-foot two slices, slices in ten minutes. Pork roll sandwiches, whatever those are. Two feet. Two feet slices, those gigantic, like almost like a New York slice, I guess. Two foot slice, six and a half of those in ten minutes. Pork roll sandwich, I don't know what that is, but it's four ounces. He ate 61 and a half of those in ten minutes. (laughs) 61 and a half. Carnitas tacos, 82 and eight minutes. Those are like the little street tacos. That's still ridiculous. Poutine, you know what that is, that Canadian stuff. Mm -hmm. 28, like 28 pounds of poutine in 10 minutes. How much? 28, 28 pounds. That's impossible. Oh. That had to be, right? 
He's like a cow, maybe he's got two stomachs. I mean, is he just is he just wheeling just I mean hundred and twenty packs of Charmin out of Costco <laughs> daily? Ugh. And he's just got pallets of it it's, being just dropped off it's his coming door. Out, it's coming out one way or the other. How about Hostess Donuts? You know those little teeny the little, little donuts? Little white powder donuts. How many do you think he ate in six minutes? A hundred of those little seventy-five. Uh, higher. Two hundred fifty-seven in six minutes. If I eat two packages of those things, I oh. feel like I'm going to go into a sugar coma. Shrimp cocktail, eighteen pounds in eight minutes. I just don't understand why you would want to do this. He's at so this point had back, to have ruined up, every food that he money, enjoys, man. right? Back, back up to the donuts. Okay. <laughs> Mark that for some reason. <laughs> Where would, if you said, hey, you if we had a contest of all talent, on-air talent on the ticket, and Who, said, let's have a contest for don, don, donuts. Donuts. What wins? How many? Yeah. 40. I could see, yeah, I'd say between 30 and 40. They're pretty small. I mean, they're right. you know, only you about. found my contest. Big. That's you could do that, okay. I'm trying to think who else who would who would be good competition up there at the old ticket. Norm with olives. Jeremy, didn't Jeremy? He got through 12 normal sized donuts or 14 or. Ugh, man, oh, that was. Man. I, just, man, I can't do that much sweet stuff. Me neither. Although I can do cookies. Yeah, you know, I, like I'll drown. go through like a sleeve of those thin mints. Like I can right. do one sleeve of thin mints in a sitting. One time, this has been. 15 years ago, my friends and I, one Saturday night, we went out and we're just, we got blasted. And we went and we <laughs> ate a bunch of Mexican food. And then as we were blasted, you start bragging. And I bragged that I could go, we could go to Tom Thumb and get one of those containers of like the dozen gigantic cookies that they put out. I could eat, I think I said I could eat six of them. And they held me to it. We went straight to Tom Thumb. I think I got to three of them. It was, it was pathetic. I can Put, see that. Putting those on top of booze and enchiladas or whatever we'd eaten that night. Ugh, disgusting. No. Maybe on an empty stomach, but not with all that mess in your stomach. Suffice to say, we'll just leave it to the pros. <laughs> yes, <laughs> leave it to the pros. I agree. I'll let, let ice Joey cream sandwiches, 25 and a half sandwiches in six minutes. I would do like Ooh. a good ice cream sandwich. Ooh, let me think about that one. Glazed donuts, 55 and 8 no. minutes. No, I could... <laughs> 25 in six minutes? 25 in six. I could probably, How do you not get the ice cream headache? That's what I was just thinking. I think I could wolf those things down pretty well, but the ice cream headache I think would kill me. Yeah. The trick is don't let it hit the roof of your mouth. Oh, I don't know you. how you do that, but like that's, that's, where the, that's, where the, that's where the ice cream headache is. You know how you from. get rid of an ice cream headache? I don't know. Put the tongue to the roof of your mouth. Is that what it, it is? Warms it up, yeah. Hmm. About all, right. all this stuff we're learning yeah. today. How about that? Speaking of that, what are we going to learn today on Country Force? Oh, good segue. We're going to learn about the coronavirus. And, uh, you have it? I certainly hope not. Well, I can't. i got to tease it. I can't tell you right now. <laughs> It'll leave, leave people yeah, hanging not, to see whether right, or not I'm bringing the coronavirus to the golf show. I'm just show. glad I'm not sharing mics. <laughs> but, but didn't you shake hands with me before? So you've got it now. So that's okay. I have a hand sanitizer. Okay. All right. Well, find out whether or not I've got the coronavirus during... <laughs> Country Force. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what yeah, I'm, I'm just going to kill myself now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC, this is Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. 
KTCK AM Dallas-Fort Worth, KTCK FM Flower Mound.